step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Ah, the French champagne. This is my music box. Can you hear the music? It plays for you. The music is calling for you to make a choice. My building has nine floors, and each leads to a very different place. My lift can go places you'd never expect, and it's waiting for you. Come along and take a ride on the lift. Find the lift at victoriaslift.com, and also in iTunes at itunes.victoriaslift.com. everyone if you didn't know it already there is actually another place where you can find this show and several other awesome shows that's over at society-13.com society 13 is a podcast network includes podcasts that are story podcasts like the lift and the wicked library Uh, you have talk show podcasts like dangling after dark with dick dangle paranormal podcasts like history goes bump If we don't have exactly 13 podcasts on that network, there's damn close to it. So I'm not going to list all the shows. Go over to society-13.com, find a new favorite, keep listening to The Ninth Story, of course, and please check out The Wicked Library and check out The Lift. If you're a fan of this show, you have to check out The Lift because Victoria's on it. It's her show, man. We've also added a blog roll over at society-13.com. So if you don't feel like listening to one of us drone on or tell you a story, you can also just read a fantastic blog post or a story. So head on over and check it out. I know you'll find something you love over there. Before you listen to this podcast, be aware this show often uses very naughty language. If you don't like that, you shouldn't listen. Send your complaints to I am a whiny baby with no sense of humor at nightstory.com. Or stop by the studio. I'll take you for a ride to a story of my choosing. So. I don't know why I went southern. What do you uh, have? <laughs> yeah, you're in Connecticut, aren't you? Yeah, but um, I actually learned how to speak in Georgia. Oh. So when I when I revert to a southern accent for no reason whatsoever, it's that's Georgia. why. So were you, all right, let me. I, I'm going somewhere with this. I promise. Were you born okay. in Georgia and you moved to Connecticut, or are you Connecticut? I was born in California. Okay. And then I moved to Scotland. Nice. And then I moved to Georgia, and then I moved to Italy, and then I moved to various places in Connecticut, and I'm still here. Okay. Wow. Real real quick question. Of the places where you have lived, worst mm-hmm. drivers, where are they? Worst drivers? Yeah. Um, Naples. Really? Italy. Oh, my gosh. They're horrible. The- uh, they see people and they drive over them. <laughs> wow. It's like Grand sidewalk. Theft Auto. It doesn't matter if you're going up a one-way, a, like U-turn. It's they're, they're wherever they want to be. It was so dangerous wow. walking around that city. Now, the reason- it was absolutely terrible. The like reason- Carmageddon. The reason I asked that is because I have always maintained that I've I've been all up and down the 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 uh, the East Coast. Thank you, Dan. You're and welcome. the worst I've always claimed that the worst drivers in the universe come from Connecticut. <laughs> and seeing as you're and seeing because it's like like you're you're on the guy like ninety five and you're getting into Connecticut mm-hmm. and driving safely is like the third or fourth most important thing on their mind while they're driving. <laughs> accurate <laughs> well, i mean i mean there wasn't even there, the last time i was in connecticut they didn't even have cell phones yet okay i was like driving with a beeper and it was still like the worst <laughs> with shit in the universe <laughs> i'm an old man dan you shut up respect I your elders to, i used to have a beeper that's funny 
That's tremendous, actually. My girlfriend used to do the whole, like, at the time, I was like, I'd get, like, one, four, three, and, like, I, like a month later, I'm like, why do you keep sending me 143? She's like, oh, it means I love you. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> How does that work out to I love you? It, it's, a, it's, um, a, it's a Jersey girl thing, man. Tremendous. <laughs> I'm just trying to make you feel better. I don't want to explain it. <laughs> I feel fantastic all the time because I'm doing the Wicked Library. Uh, yeah, no, drivers in Connecticut are genuinely not necessarily very good. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just it's, as soon as it snows or it rains or oh my goodness, there's wind. Suddenly, there's accidents everywhere. It's like everyone forgets how to drive. Yeah, it's um, like take like, slap the grinder out of your mouth and fucking drive, please. <laughs> Grinder, grinders. <laughs> Sounds like the, something the, a stripper the does. The grinders are actually pretty badass, though. Yeah. I, I will readily admit that. What the hell's a grinder? Yeah, right. That was, <laughs> <laughs> it took it's me forever to figure out what that was. Yeah, I like drove like three restaurants, and the, the guy, the guy working with me, is like, I don't know what the hell that is. Is that? A, and it's like, well, we have to eat eventually, and we stopped, and I'm so, like, oh, they're hoagies and whatever. Sub sandwich, oh, submarine sandwiches. Submarine sandwiches. That's right. what I knew them as. Exactly. Hoagies. So funny. Like Hoagie, that was the uh, shitty Michael Caine character in Jaws the Fourth. <laughs> Super Hoagie. Yeah. <laughs> you come on down here, Pittsburgh. We'll get you a great Italian Hoagie. Maybe we'll give you a wedgie. Oh, oh dear. <laughs> oh goodness. That's an Italian thing. That's do you know what a wedgie is? Is that like a universal word or is that Pittsburgh? No, that is new to me. Okay, so a wedgie is when they take a pizza crust and they fold it over in half. And inside that they stuff it with delicious things like capicol, uh salami, pepperoni, um cheese, and then it's like a geometric calzone. Yes. It sounds delicious. It is delicious. And then what they do is, like, before they serve it to you, they open that up and they stuff it with uh, lettuce and tomato and onion. They put a little bit of Italian. You can put some Italian dressing on that. It's fantastic. Nice. Yeah, it's why I weigh 300 pounds. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I would, too, if that was available around. (laughs) <laughs> My doctor said I'm not allowed to weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> no more wedgies for you. Oh, <laughs> normally that's a good thing. Yes. The only thing I knew a wedgie was was the atomic kind. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one wants that. <laughs> Sit down, Waldo. <laughs> So, Nelson, tell us a little bit about what you're writing these days. You have um, a Demons, Dolls, and Milkshake sequel. I do. And you also have, what is it called? Something, a flower. flower. It, is called, uh, it is called Spiders in the Daffodils. That's it. I knew there were flowers involved. In and there. it is, uh, that is cool. I'm back, there's actually three books all going on at once. Um, one is an expand, one is very much an expanded version. The last story in Everything Here is a Nightmare is called, uh, oh, it's, it's, it's the, the moon story. It's a very, very, very sad little story mm-hmm. that I closed it out. Um, and it's, it's kind of a larger version of that. It's, it's, it's not like verbatim. The, like the little story is not going to be in the full book version. It's going to go in a different direction, but it kind of inspired the, uh, the new book idea. The sequel to Demons, Dolls, and Milkstakes. Milkstakes. Hello. Who's hungry in this studio? You know what? That's a great title, actually. The first one was Demons, Dolls, and Milkshakes. Well, the difficult bit for this is going to be I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to write it in such a way where it is it is a direct sequel, but I want it to be able to stand alone. Like if you had never read Demons, Dolls, and Milkshakes, you can still enjoy the shame on you if you haven't. Well, true story. True enough. (laughs) But uh, and it's gonna it's gonna focus a lot more on the characters of Cat and Bruce, and oh. and I'm like, I think uh, a third of the way done with it, 
and it is it is so cool to write did you bring a clip with you tonight no <laughs> it is uh <laughs> it is it is so cool to to write those two characters in particular even even more than stitch was Cat do you have a clip that you'd like to share no because i could put it in the show notes just like a paragraph or something. Um, I'll you know maybe I'll send uh, maybe I'll send. We'll one think off. about it. Yeah, I'll tell I'll tell you I'll tell you what there, Mister Foytek. I will I will take a segment. I will take I will look through it. Well, let's we'll we'll have genetic because I can do a I can send a segment of that and I can record it and you can upload that guy. Awesome. Or yeah. or a segment of spiders and the daffodils, which is a larger story based on. Uh, former Texas Ranger Tom Wall and his female companion Veronique. Yes, I have to choose. Maybe we'll see. Heartbroken. <laughs> well, the di- the difference being is that the the di- I want it all. I do. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> that like a Queen song or something? It very much is. Yes, I want it all, and I want I it now. Want it now. <laughs> yep. Put your hands on the bar, the deputy said, visibly shaking. Now, there's no need for this, young man. It's quite a misunderstanding. The deputy did a double take. Misunderstanding my ass, the deputy said. Mister, I don't know what the hell you and your friends did to the sheriff, but he's damn near dead out there. Doc's on his way, so you and whoever else threw that man out the window, line up along that bar now. The bartender walked over to the far part of the bar. Clyde, he said. It was him. Ain't no one else but him. The deputy looked at the bartender. Then he looked back at Trask. Trask wasn't a tall man and had an average build, but he looked frightening if you looked at him too long. Short, blonde, nearly white hair, pale skin, and bright blue eyes. The deputy watched as this man smiled, and it sent a shiver through him. Ain't no way, Bill. Sheriff's damn near dead in the middle of the street. Trask moved forward, starting to smile a little broader. No, the barkeep is quite correct, deputy, Trask said. And believe it or not, I didn't mean any harm. I sure hope he recovers and really think you need to back off now, son. The deputy pulled the hammer back on the gun. Put your goddamn hands on the bar, son, the deputy said, gritting his teeth. You saw what I did to your sheriff, Trask said. And that was a pure accident. What do you think? I'm going to do to you. The deputy, having Trask dead to rights, fired his gun. He blinked, and Trask was gone. Not dead, but physically gone from sight. The deputy looked around the saloon and saw open mouths staring in disbelief at him. You couldn't help yourself, deputy, Trask said, suddenly standing right next to him. He grabbed the gun and tore it out of the deputy's hand. I can understand that. Before he could react, Trask grabbed the side of the deputy's head with one hand and with the other drove the gun, barrel first, into his temple. The deputy didn't have time to even scream as he felt the barrel break through his skull. It made a sound like someone shoving a broomstick handle into a watermelon. The deputy shook uncontrollably wavered, and then collapsed onto the floor. His eyes were wide open, and a thin line of drool fell into a growing pool that was also filling with blood. Trask looked up and regarded the saloon again, this time not smiling. You folks don't have any other lawmen lining up in this town, do you? Trask asked. No one said a word. Well, I reckon that says it all. He turned to walk out of the saloon, but turned back. Oh, I'm taking somebody's horse. Not stealing it. If you want it back, I'll leave it for you in Corpus Christi, he said. Wait about three weeks, though. 
and don't come looking for it too soon. He nodded and walked out of the saloon. The patrons, the poker players, the barkeep, even the whores in the upper rooms all held their breath and looked at the deputy, spilling blood all over the saloon floor. They'd all seen something that they would never be able to unsee. No one dared to breathe. You may, you may wind up being a beta reader for spiders. I would love to. Jeanette, so. Absolutely love to. And you know, you know, cause I, I put up a, I put up a, like a dopey cover on my author page, which you, you may, you're on my author page on, on the Facebook. Mm-hmm. And it was the picture of a couple of daffodils and there's a spider on it. It was really, it was really just kind of, kind of to keep me focused. Yeah. Um, and that was the story that I wrote for Nanarimo in November, which is National Novel Writing Month. Which you're the, was a, first, you're the first person I've ever heard pronounce it that way. How is, how is it normally pronounced? Nanarimo. What did I say, Nanarimo? Yeah, but that's fine. That's cool. I like it, man. I just found it unique. You got to pronounce shamey on your own fucking shows? No, I thought it was cool. <laughs> that's all. Man, I thought it was awesome. But anyway, so yeah, I mean, I'd uh, I'd always planned on making, you know, I wanted to do a bunch pronounce, of little pronounce shame you, <laughs> pronounce shaming me. My name is Nelson W. Pelius. Well, I've never heard anyone pronounce your name that way before. <laughs> I'm Danielle Fucktack. That's right. <laughs> oh, I've heard that pronounced that way many, many times. <laughs> usually, it was like the, the really shitty pronunciation of your name is usually when you're walking away. Well, the normal way that most people pronounce my name is, hey, go fuck yourself. I'm like, thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> or, <laughs> or my sub name, hey, asshole. Sit down. I'm like, I am sitting down. <laughs> it doesn't matter now. Anyway, you were teasing her with beta reading. No, I'm not. No, I'm definitely going to send it to her because, I mean, it, those those stories, I never expected anyone to like those stories. And they're amazing. Well, thank you. Why would you not think people like them and like those? Well, the, the, the impetus on, on writing them was really weird because I was actually trying to attempt to write a straight Western. And mm-hmm. at, suddenly and out of nowhere, like the like just enough rope comes out and, you know, it's like, okay, it's just going to be Western. It's just going to be Western. Oh, shit. There's a monster. <laughs> and she's a girl. Oh, boy. Okay. So <clears throat> that's the one I'm, I'm currently just editing the crap out of it because it's done. And I've, I've added... Uh, the first two stories in there just for background, and I've expanded on those stories. Um, I think I think you'll like it. It's I've I've reread it a couple of times, and it's got some it's got some soft parts in the skull, but it's actually just it's fun. It's it's a lot more fun, a lot more gruesome than I thought it was going to be. Awesome. Ah. so I think you'll dig it. I think you're. Gonna, I look forward to. It. I think you're. Gonna, <laughs> I think you're going to like the bad guy. Well, the bad guys are usually my favorite anyway. So. This this bad guy, this is one of my favorite bad guys. Awesome. And and I hope I, I really I really hope people kind of gravitate towards towards uh Wall and Veronique because they really are just fun characters to write. They're such fun characters. Like out of out of that whole book, literally those two characters, those two stories were the things that just other than like you know, the uh, titular title, Everything Here is a Nightmare, like, those two stories were the ones that just, they still stick with me. I still find myself thinking about those characters and wanting to know what else happens in their lives, so I'm really glad that there's more happening in their lives. Oh, that's, well, that's awesome. I love hearing that. That's cool. I mean, because, you know, I think about them, too. It's like, what would they they be doing right now? And, uh, yeah, once once I get it cleaned up, I'll shoot it over to you. Yes, and if you, you know what, and I'll, I'll open it up. Feel free to, if you are so inclined to, uh, you know, imagine what a cover would look like. You know, have oh. at it. Oh man, have at it. 
All right. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so bring it. <laughs> Insert happy dance here. <laughs> Now what other stuff? Now what are what where where is your artwork? What do what is the you know w- w- what's the process for you? I mean, it, you know, Dan sends you a very explicit idea of what he wants, but when you know when you're not working for quote the man, you know what is what is, what is, what is- I- the artists specifically request very specific instructions. They like that for some reason. It blew me yeah. away. I was like, don't you want creative freedom? They're like. No, we want to know like kind of what you're looking for. And that's the yeah. creative freedom is to work within those parameters and create something mm-hmm. awesome. Jeanette always blows me. All the artists <laughs> blow me away. It's like what I think is oftentimes they what they deliver is like four to five times better than what I could possibly come up with myself. Right. But anyway. <laughs> I just didn't want the impression to be that I was like, you must draw a man in the center of the screen. His head must be two inches by three inches. When I do commissions, I do get, I get requests like that. And it's like, okay, I will do this for you. (laughs) But I feel like a pencil might do better in your hand. Uh, to answer your question, when I do my own artwork, I still tend to gravitate towards doing things for other things. Okay. Um, like every week I do the horror haikus day stuff, and that is which is awesome. Um, thank you. Uh, but that's that's still collaboration. Like I, I've now people are submitting poems every week, so I pick like the top two, and then I make three pieces of artwork because I have a Patrick Rahal who I'm working on a book with him. That's what originally all of this was for ah, was yeah. horror haikus day is going to be a book by patrick oh, that's, Rahal and myself. Sweet. that's awesome the smartest yeah. thing that you can do is to find more than one way to use your content so that's fantastic exactly. so eventually that'll be a nice collection we're um we're actually almost to the end of his initial collection of poems so i'm almost caught up with illustrating them all um but yeah i still like my favorite thing is still to take like a story and create artwork for it. Like even when I was writing the stuff for myself for NaNoWriMo, uh, or how did you how did you say it? It was like I, I pronounced NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo. NaNoWriMo um, Williams. Yeah. We're both going to shame you now. Apparently, <laughs> I still like if I write something, it feels unfinished until I have an image with it. Um, okay. I, I I just how I think in my I guess like it doesn't feel like a complete thought unless there's sort of a visual so um yeah so i i tend to gravitate towards like if i write something i need to put a, a, a picture with it if i create art without a story actually they do tend to kind of go together even if i try to create artwork just for the sake of it it always gets halfway finished and never sees the light of day right like i have paintings that have been started on multiple occasions and i'm like you know and then i stop and then i go do something else (laughs) but if it has a story that it goes with or it has someone else outside of myself that it connects to and it's for someone else then suddenly it has a reason to be finished and then i actually do it now do you think do you think that's the there's a there's an old saying uh that people tend to do their best work with a gun to their head do you think that that that's kind of sort of the thing yeah. with that like if, there's, if, if like if there's somebody else expecting results not just mm-hmm. you because like you know I, I find sometimes that i have to put the gun to my own head oh, like yeah. i mean i work i work very much uh m- so much better with like a deadline or like a hard deadline you know it's like okay you have until this time to get this finished go and if the yeah. order's not coming from me i'll get it done uh in like half the time like i always try to do the the fresh pro glow kind of thing like okay this isn't for me specifically this is for someone else here we go is that the yeah. kind of is it like do you find it difficult to put that kind of pressure on yourself if there's not somebody um if it's like a thankfully thankfully the blog itself gives me that because mm-hmm. i feel like there there are at least some people who read it on a daily basis so it's for them that i finish things cool <laughs> Um, so that has been me 
a, a way to give myself deadlines that feel important enough to actually complete things. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I definitely am that kid who uh, really likes having deadlines and having them be really uh, unhelpful ones. <laughs> you know, it's like, You're right. Like the bomb like, is uh, I actually just finished a, the commercial shoot I just worked on. It was like there was a lot to do in a manner of like three days. I had literally three days to come up with all of this furniture and make fake food props and like all of these things. And I was like, all right, well, I also need to do this along with writing a few articles and blah, 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 blah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's worked really um, I well hate for me. For it during, but then afterwards, I'm always really proud of myself, and then I do it again because I don't learn my lesson. Well, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, in in that case, it's kind of like you don't want to learn a lesson because you know, no. like as much of a pain in the ass as it is, it works. Mm-hmm. There, there are. I mean, I can I can say at least one of my artists, Steve Matico, he does so much better work if he's like under pressure. Like if I say you have 20 minutes <laughs> to draw Victoria, go. the result is like and he's even said he's like well you know if i have too much time i go back and i overwork it it's Mm -hmm. like i i keep fiddling with it messing with it and changing it well yeah there there, there's there's an argument uh like you can just totally outthink yourself of something really good yeah instantaneous like george lucas (laughs) i can tell you from from my experience that having having somebody to report to you there you are oh did you lose us for a second i did and i sang you a song which since i'm recording on my side you'll still get to hear oh i heard i heard some of it were you singing a partridge (laughs) family tune do what were you singing a partridge family tune no i don't actually remember what it was now i'd have to (laughs) relive I blank out in moments in my life sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, after as many hours as you've been working, it's really helpful to have, at least for me, it's really helpful to have somebody that I don't want to disappoint because it makes me do better and it makes me more consistent. I'm not to say you that. You have an accountability buddy. Yeah. Yeah. Accountability buddy. <laughs> There's a term for <laughs> Yeah, it's like, you know, I mean, sure, I might end up being a day late on occasion because life gets in the way or other things get in the way, but it gets done. And and I I am one, and I think Nelson knows this, I will never, re- it's like, you know, it's the old, um, what is it, the Reuniti commercials? We release no wine before it's time. Oh, that was uh, Ernest and... Uh, the Gallo brothers, I think. Oh, yeah, that's right. Ernest and Gallo. It was um, <laughs> Orson Welles used to Orson do Wells. awesome We've we released no wine before it's time. Do yourself, do yourself a favor. Go on YouTube and find the drunken Orson Welles outtakes of those. Oh, yes, those are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I've gone to that before. Like, I've been late before because it's just like it's not perfect, you know, and I have to go back and fix things. So I released no podcast mm-hmm. before it's time. Well, you see, there's, but we're pretty damn close. I mean, if I'm late, I'm late by like two or three hours. Yeah, I was, and half of that's because I'm late on the artwork lately. <laughs> well, it's not usually you. It's we're, one of the aforementioned when do you artists. Need <laughs> oh, today. All right. <laughs> Let me. I forgot. Do that. <laughs> but the, I mean, Sorry. you know, you're the, like the 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 addition of 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 different artists for for the wicked library that was that was a stroke of fucking genius why thank you mm-hmm. that was a good that was a good move that i will you know future in the future will take complete credit for <laughs> <laughs> when we start winning awards and shit it's because maddie had so much shit going on in her life Ma- oh man and it was you know i had i talked to maddie because she was your artist for what three seasons she was she was the main artist for four uh, like three and a half seasons. Yeah, like she came on in the very beginning of season two, and, and I knew she had so much stuff going on with book trope and all the other stuff that she was doing. I'm just like, I have an idea, and I think it would be good for the show for a couple of reasons. And she was all for it, so that was awesome. It gave her a chance to step back and take care of other things. Mm-hmm. Um. And it was a great opportunity to, to bring a bunch of other folks into the loop and give them an opportunity 
to grow their audience. And, Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm hoping that, you know, it was beneficial for them. I was hoping I'm hoping that people found their work through it. Well, I found Jeanette and she found me Aww. and she's awesome. <laughs> but I mean, it's a, it's a really but no, I, I, I love her. I love her website. I love you know, you know, I don't just go there to look at my shit and then I, you know, click off the computer and go to bed. I read the other stuff that she does, and especially well, the <laughs> especially the horror haikus. Because I here he, little known uh, NWP fact, I ru- I co run a haiku uh, Facebook page and I have for the past couple of years called Haiku Wednesday. Oh, and, that's awesome! And you know, so I'm all about the haiku. So. I may I may be submitting sooner than later. You know, I've just been kind of yeah, please. <laughs> I loves me some haiku. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and uh guess what? I'm totally lurking on Haiku Wednesday now. Oh yeah, hey, there's like sixty people. I'm on, on it. there. It's like it's like sixty one. <laughs> yeah. It's like my friend uh uh friend from, from when I was in my twenties and living in New Jersey and we would like email haiku back and forth all day long and you know and as is want to happen people move away yeah you know Mm -hmm. and you know we they stop watching fight club and we reconnected and now like sluggo is fine uh her name is chelsea but i call her sluggo hi chelsea Mm -hmm. um and we just like randomly like started resending haiku back and forth like on bus rides to work and stuff you know and it's like hey let's start a haiku page and it's like a very low people count and you know we're we're very horrible horrible people so we'll you know we've gone back to like sending haiku just back and forth whenever we can but every once in a while we'll throw some stuff on the on the haiku wednesday page now if you go to the high if you go to the page listeners you only post haikus Oh, haiku is already plural, isn't it? You only post haiku on Wednesdays, okay? Thus the fucking name of the Facebook page, so have at it. And if you need to do it more than once a week, there is Haiku's Day. That's right. You're damn right. Oh, I'm yeah. So, God damn right. I'm only talking about shafts. If we can dig it. it. You know, so if you, if you, if you want to, uh, if you want to, you know, test Sluggo and her haiku skills at Stunt Poet on the Twitter. Tremendous. And lurking over there now. <laughs> there you go. 102 take two. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson inspired by that same French excellence. It's fermented in the bottle, and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So, Paul Masson. 102, take three. Action, please. Ah, the French champagne has always been celebrated for its excellence. There is a California champagne by Paul Masson. Inspired by that same French excellence, it's fermented in the bottle and like the best French champagne, it's vintage dated. So Paul Masson soup. The critically acclaimed author of Demons, Dolls and Milkshakes returns with 15 tales of horror and suspense. With everything here is a nightmare. From zombies in the Old West, to a young boy tempted by the devil, from vampires with romantic longing, to an abandoned lighthouse haunted by vengeful spirit, from a serial killer getting unholy justice, to an haunted English race car. Nelson W. Piles invites you to explore the landscape of fear, suspense, and horror. Take his hand, and hold on tight. Remember that whatever you find there, whatever you see, no matter what you might think it could be, know this. Everything here is a nightmare. By Nelson W. Piles. Available in paperback and Kindle at Amazon.com. By Burning Bowl Publishing.
Hi, this is Nelson W. Piles, creator and executive producer of The Wicked Library. I'm also a novelist, an occasional musician, and a dad. When I wake up in the morning, I don't take vitamins, I don't have a vigorous workout routine, I don't take one of those five-hour energy shots. What I need first thing in the morning is just fucking coffee. No lattes, no frappuccino, no eggachino, alpacino, any of that. I want just fucking coffee. Good morning, Mr. Piles. Can I get you a latte? Hey, what'd I say? Just fucking coffee. Jesus Christ. Just fucking coffee. Go get some. Go get some now. And don't put any fucking sugar in it. So why don't we drop some links for you wonderful people? <laughs> I want to pull the... Uh, I forget. I think it was on John's show. And the, the, the time Maddie came in from when we went to Georgia last year. And Maddie had, like, the best... She wasn't trying to be arrogant or pretentious, but she dropped, like, the most fucking rock star link drop ever. She just said, ah, just Google me. And this is, like, right after... And this is, like, right after after Dave, like, gave the link to everywhere except where his mom lives. <laughs> <laughs> it was, like... It's like Fairly Dark Productions at Fairly Dark at Fairly. Are you going to Scarborough Fairly? And you know, like every every drop that was associated with his name, and, and like Maddie just goes, "Just Google me," which is which is which is so fucking great. I laughed for twenty. <laughs> the best thing is like she wasn't trying to be like you know like like mm-hmm. Tom Waits cool, but she fucking pulled it off. It was awesome. <laughs> Tom Waits, man, he keeps popping up. I gotta start listening to that. You really, if you you don't listen to Tom Waits, I've heard a few of his songs, oh. and, and but he keeps popping up on my radar. The universe is telling me listen to Tom, listen Waits. To Tom Waits. There's there is never a there bad no, time. There is no devil. It's just God when he's drunk. There is never a bad time to start listening to Tom Waits. Well, I'm I'm, I'm downloading his stuff tonight, man. Well, I'm getting on there and I'm buying some shit. All right, do yourself a favor. Don't do singles. Just buy albums. They're- well, that's what I'm saying. Man. Yeah. You know, I was listening to our good friend, Dr. John Towers, interviewing my former co-host, Mr. Craig Weber, today. That's a marathon of a show, folks. Sit down, <laughs> grab a burger, grab some beer. Make sure you're near the bathroom for bathroom breaks, because that one, it's a good show, but it's long. <laughs> um. But yeah, it, it's you know it it made me realize that there is there's there's a ton of music out there that I need to be listening to. Oh, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Tom Waits. Get get you get get you some Tom Waits. Go but, listen to some Velvet Underground. Yeah, but they were that. talking about the death of the album, you know, because of digital mm. downloads now. Right. Like an album used to be a journey. It used to be a story, yeah. and I used. I mean, I picked up on that young that. Like the Beatles, especially because I was a huge Beatles fan growing up, oddly, probably. But there was a story like the album had a progression. There was a reason why those songs were in that order. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it it really hit me for the first time, like fully listening to Garbage and listening to some of their albums. And it's just like. Each song was in progression. It meant something. And, and there's kind of been and they, they talked a little bit about that on that episode um, about how there's kind of been the death of that because people just pick and choose the MP3s that they want to download. I personally always like to get the entire album and Absolutely, listen to it yeah. in the order that it was intended. Now, after I've listened to it three or four times through, I may do the, you know, the shuffle thing with that artist mm-hmm. and, and listen to it. But there's definitely something to the experience of listening to the full album. And and I would assume with the gentleman that we're talking about, Tom Waits, the way that he writes, there, there's definitely a progression there. Absolutely. I think and I, th- I think even beyond Waits, I'm a, I was a very, very big Lou Reed fan. Ah, yes. And get the New York album. It even tells the, the notes. I love that album because the, the liner notes tell you it's like this album should be listened from for like continuously from the first song all the way to the end. Yeah. And it, it, it tells a story and it's man, it's like, you know, Hubert Selby Jr. come to life. And if, if he had any talent, it would be Lou Reed's New York album, which is fun. <laughs> amazing. What, 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 what album uh, puts wind in your sails, Jeanette? 
Oh, there, there are lots. <laughs> <laughs> That's a hard. Uh, What's the first thing to pop into your head? Um, well, the first thing that pops into my head is a uh, big scary monster walks home at midnight, which is by the Deadites. Um, Bitchin'. They, uh, they're at a Worcester. <laughs> and they also, a little plug for can, their show. Can you do, um, can you do Massachusetts? They also have a podcast called Trick or Treat Radio, which I am a fan of. Yes. I've heard and, of Trick or Treat Radio, uh, yeah. They're awesome. Hell yeah. I, I feel like can't get there from too here. Much on the airwaves sometimes. And <laughs> you know, no. my ex fiance was from Maine, so I, I know a little bit about those uh, people out there. You know, they they don't measure they don't measure d- driving distance in miles; they measure it in in time. But that's about an hour away. That's about an hour and a half drive. See, my yeah. my Massachusetts accent is just to sound like John Kennedy. You know, you you should take them out there on your boat uh, because it's uh, very hard for them to get away. <laughs> hey, Rab, That's what fuck those you. islands are for. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. So beyond, beyond the deadites, what what what? Uh... Um, I, it's all like uh, the, the names that are popping into my head are not probably names that folks know. We're not like looking Trans for Dusk. Um, is another band that I have been obsessing over. And I got their album, and I literally listened to it like on repeat for days because nice. I just loved the musical story that they were telling. Um, did, did it make you draw awesome things? It does, actually. I get into such a drawing mode with these. It's like a good album will get me into an actual drawing mode where I draw for myself. Huh, go there figure. Go. See, and we've it's come good based off a thing. <laughs> nice. And for me, Evanescence is a huge influence on when I oh. need to be in the right mood to write. I, love I hope you're fucking kidding me. I no, love Evanescence. Depends <laughs> on what I'm writing. I do love some Evanescence. <laughs> no, I'm just fucking with you. She's a very, she's a rather fetching mm. young lady. The Amy Lee. Is yes. she the only one left in that band? Like the, have they- I hope so. <laughs> if, any, if anybody's left, it better be her. Not some gross dude. Uh, we're going to go see Evanescence. Uh, where's the singer? Yeah. Who's, who's that guy? Is, is, that is, is it like fucking a, Howie Mandel? What the hell is he doing up there? It would be like if Garbage Reunited without Shirley Manson. They're just like all those ugly dudes. It's like... <laughs> we're going to see Shirley Manson in the white dress with the black underwear. Come on now. It's like, who's that up there? Is is that the guy from Nickelback? <laughs> don't spit water in... Don't while I'm drinking booze, please. Sorry, man. It's alcohol abuse. It was great. You broke him. I broke him. It was like everybody had the same reaction. Like I saw, I saw a picture today, and it was a picture of Avril Lavigne and Chad Kroger from Nickelback. And all the comments, all the comments, just said like, "That's a goddamn shame." <laughs> like, for like two hundred fifty comments, like screw Nickelback. And, <laughs> Nothing bad about Avril Lavigne. It was just like that's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's funny all right folks so so let's get links nelson w piles where can we find your wonderful things <laughs> i don't think my wife wants me to tell oh her on come on now we're not talking about those <laughs> uh let's see you can find me online i'm currently reworking the website is nelsonwpiles.com you can still sift through it just doing some new stuff to it on twitter at nelson w twitter Twitter, because I like Bill Burr. Um, uh, you can find uh, my work on Amazon.com. Just put in the name are Nelson. You a published author. <gasps> what? No. That's awesome. <laughs> One of these days, if I could be a published author, I would be so happy. You really wouldn't, um, <laughs> unless you know. People bought your stuff in droves, yeah, which well, I invite you all to do. Just yes. go, uh, go to Amazon.com and uh, put in Nelson W. Piles. You will see my latest works, and latest work is Everything Here is a Nightmare, a collection of my short work. There is a new anthology called uh, 44 Lies by 22 Liars. Uh, I am in that along with authors? Jessica. 44 Lies by 22 Authors. Ah, okay. You said 44 Lies by 22 Liars. Which uh, that, is the same thing. Which may actually be, wait. Hold on. You know what? No. Let me let me get this correct 
because I don't want to get like email that I I, I done. Some. I just want people to be able to find it. That's all. Well, right, exactly. Well, <laughs> I'll, put a link, mean, I'll put a link in the show notes, but nobody ever fucking no, it's, looks at those. Okay, forty four lies by twenty two liars. A flourish of flash from the fabulous ah. fibers at Postmortem Press, and it's got me, uh, Jessica McHugh, C. Brian Brown. Who? C. Brian Brown. Who? And uh, you can get that on Amazon. Jessica McHugh. You know, it'd be great if I could get these fucking plugs out. <laughs> I've been foiled. It's better than being Daved, though. <laughs> Everything is a nightmare. Everything. No, I gotta give some some love. Like, do you do you know what the fair head is, Dan? Uh, I got this great fucking. Got, pro- I got this awesome got project, hair. but we can't talk about it right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We've talked about this on so many podcasts; it's almost legendary. Hey, now. But uh, that's that's about it for me. You can find me on Facebook, uh, facebook dot com backslash Nelson dot piles. Jeanette, take it. All right. Um, you can find me on horrormade dot com, which is you know we're making horror, and then everything else kind of goes from there. You can actually Google me. I've Googled myself recently. Andromeda. I am the first eight pages of Google research results. That is an accomplishment (laughs) and a half. You know what? I I Google myself all the time. (laughs) (laughs) As far as like blogging goes. Um, So yeah, you could legitimately just Google me. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? Screw you, Dan. Just Google us. Yeah. Here's your plugs. <laughs> hey man, this is to help you. I don't give a I'm shit. I'm also on Twitter at horrormade horror underscore made. Sorry, and, and that's M A D E, not M A I D. That's something it's entirely true. different. And it's also H O R R O R. Yep. <laughs> Thank <Jeez>. you. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I just. Oh man. Just the W. Nope. W H E R E. Can people find you on Twitter? W H O R E underscore M A I D. That's right, folks. Horror. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it sounds like a really bad game show. Horror or made. He's got a feather duster, but I can't. It's a Japanese horror show. It's a Japanese game <laughs> that show. That would be a Japanese television. Of course show. it would. Of course it would. And I've just lost Japan. <laughs> Thanks for thank. <laughs> I know you were my third largest audience, but uh, thanks, Japan. Take care. I, you know why I think I'm their third lar- third largest audience? Sometime Google Ninth Story. There's like apparently a band in Japan called Ninth Story, and it's all these hot oh. Japanese girls. Nice. Well, there you go. Which is well, which is right. fine. I'll take that if it gets them you to know. my webpage. <laughs> and of course, this webpage is ninthstory.com. Please find victoriaslift.com. Jeanette, you're writing a story for that. Jeanette does a ton of art for it. Nelson does a ton of art for it. There's so many artists. Our our, our new art director is Steve Matico. Um, Our new music director is Nico Vitaze, who I always pronounce his name incorrectly and probably just did there. But he is mega talented. He is featured in the very last episode of the Wicked Library, Dear Cousin Gavin, which was phenomenal and creepy as hell. And it had some sound effects too. And you should you should say the current episode of the Wicked Library. We're like four. You're like four episodes away from the finale. Right? <laughs> yeah, I'm close. I mean, by the time this airs, uh, by by the time this airs, by the time this airs, <laughs> we we may have Sweet Sticky Sarah out, which is I just love the title. If nothing else, oh my gosh, yes. And, and, and the story's fantastic, too. And our good fa- friend Alex Murd is doing the cover for that. And nice. she always does super, super sexy stuff. I cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I've seen some sketches. I heart me some Alex Murd artwork. Oh, she's awesome. She's fantastic. Seriously, she's amazing. She did the uh, she did your cover for episode one of The Lift, which was just creepy as yeah, hell, too. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she's always fantastic. I guess that's all we have to talk about today. Thanks for uh, joining us for Night Story, episode number 401. Hey, thanks for having later me. On. Robble, robble, robble. Okay, the booze is kicked in. We have to get Dan out of this room right now. I have a little more, <laughs> I have a little more alcohol in my Coke than I normally do. 
Yes. I, and I this is why there's an myself. entire episode of the ninth story that we that will never air. Yeah, the lost episode. <laughs> the lost episode. <laughs> the lost episodes of, so much of season drunk. three. <laughs> Jeanette, one day, yeah. one day we'll hand that episode out to friends, but it, I don't think it should ever air. Probably not. <laughs> it was the one you hosted. It was the I, one that I hosted, oh, and you got I com- totally ruined it. <laughs> You got you got more asshole. you got more fucked up than Peter O'Toole on his birthday. That's Pretty how. It's like we were all like looking at horror, like this show's never gonna. End. It just kept going, and it just down kept going and down and down. <laughs> so Jeanette, <laughs> when when are, when are you coming to Pittsburgh? I need to come. Like this this summer would be my. I want to. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Cool. <laughs> road trip. Come hang out with me awesome. and Nelson and Towers and yes, other please. people. <laughs> Folks. And other people. That's right. It'll be fun. Yeah. Suddenly, there's a whole posse of awesome and out in Pittsburgh. That's right. That I, I now. <laughs> that's right. Now knows I exist. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, you know, I'm going to try to get myself up to New York at some point this 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 year. Or so, dude, if you're in New York, that's not that far from me. Exactly. <laughs> so you know, bring the immortal one with you, and we'll just hang out. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Fantastic. Well, I'll let you know when it happens. It'll probably be probably in April, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. But I've, cool. I've I've not been to New York since I was like, I don't know, six or seven. So it's about time. It may have changed a little bit. It's just a little. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. I want to go get some bagels. They're not using horse and buggies as their main transportation <laughs> Back when I was young, back in the old days there, friend, we used to use horse and buggies it's in like New York City. An Irish guy walking down the street, like twirling and saying, oh, little Danny Feitick. I'm going to see you, you little wee lad. I remember you when you were out there uh, running things for the Kennedys. That's right. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay, Victoria, say something or other because we're done. Mary, Mary, quite contrary. How does your garden grow? With silver bells and cockle shells and pretty mates all in a row. Ah, the French champagne. Societies rise and societies fall. When the time comes, one society steps forward to build a better future. The Wicked Library, Kettle Whistle Radio, Night Story Podcast, Prog Watch, Red Horse Radio, The Lift, History Goes Bumble. Listen, the M Writing Podcast, Society 13, Rebuilding Society, one podcast at a time. Step into the world of power, loyalty. And luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.